All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dining with UC Dietetics. My name is Emma, and today it's a little bit of a sad day because <laughs> it's mine and Christina's last episode hosting. But that's okay because we're here with a really special guest, um, Emily. Hi, guys. <laughs> My name is Emily. Um, I'm currently a second year at UC. I'm studying nutrition and entrepreneurship. I will be taking over as vice president of SDA next year. And like Emma just said, I will also be running the podcast. Um, um, I'm super excited to continue these conversations next year, hopefully bring on some new guests and dive deeper into topics regarding health and nutrition, especially just for college students. So yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, as Emma said, it's our last podcast, so a little bit, a little bit sad about that, but I know that it'll be turned over into good hands with Emily. So again, into this episode today, our check-in question is, what are you guys most looking forward to this summer? Do you guys have any fun vacations planned? Just excited about more downtime or seeing more friends since we'll kind of be out of the quarantine of last year also kind of going to miss the quarantine of last year like not having any responsibilities and yes. <laughs> like being home all day but what are you guys most looking forward to mm. I would say vacation I haven't gone on vacation and like usually we go to Florida for Christmas we didn't do that and we usually like go on vacation over the summer we didn't do that last year because of COVID so I'm super excited about vacation. We're going to Surfside Beach, South Carolina, which is like right by Myrtle. Um, and also just like having more downtime. I'm taking a summer class, but besides that, working. But yeah. <laughs> Same. I'm like, like kind of excited to have more time to work because I don't work a lot during the school year. Like my hours are really limited. So I'm kind of excited to get to work more, start making some more money. Um, and then, like you said, also, like, finally, we're, we planned, like, a Florida trip, so I'm so ready to, like, be on the beach, get a nice, I guess, sunburn, and, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same with you guys. I'm looking forward to vacations. My family just kind of last minute planned a trip to Utah, so we're going to go hike all, like, the national parks, like, Zion and Arches in May, which is super exciting. Um... But yeah, like I said, I I feel like I'm going to miss last year's quarantine summer of just like those TikTok trends like whipped coffee. And I feel like I'm going to get memories from like a year ago on Snapchat and be like, wow, I miss not having a single responsibility. But also, yeah, just I'm really excited to see more of my friends um, and kind of, you know, get back to normal, hopefully. I feel like I barely even remember last summer because it was just such a blur. Like it was all like blended with like the like the beginning of quarantine. Like I can't even like recall like what I even did. But it was a fever dream. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, so for this last episode of this year, we thought it would be really fun um, to talk about like some of our like top 10 healthy happy tips for college students because college is a crazy time you're limited on time you have a busy schedule and sometimes it's hard to prioritize I don't know your health whether that's physical whether that's mental so we thought this would be super fun yeah and I think also like going off that um i know we were talking about this earlier but just like this whole idea of living on your own for the first time kind of being away from your parents um and still being able to keep up with you know some healthy habits and just like taking care of yourself in general um so we each kind of came up with a few tips that we all do personally and obviously like they kind of fall under like pretty broad categories regarding like okay get your sleep like eat your vegetables physical activity and things like that but there are definitely like specific things that I think have helped each of us um just kind of keep up with those those tips and have those be a part of like our daily life I guess so starting off with some of my tips um a big thing is obviously sleep and this can be hard especially like with TikTok, 
um, and Netflix and just scrolling on your phone before you go to bed. Like, like you'll look at your phone, it'll be 10 o'clock and then it'll be like one. So I think that um, my number one tip for sleep that has really helped me is every night I set like a timer. So if I'm, if I want to go to bed at like 10 30 or 11, I'll set a timer on my phone at like 10 and that'll, that'll tell me, okay, like put your phone away now. Um, and then have like the next 30 minutes to like not be looking at a screen. Um, so I'll usually use this time to like journal or read a book and then it helps me fall asleep faster. I'm not like on my screen before going to bed. So that's like something I do for sleep that has really helped me. Um, I don't know if you guys like read before bed or if you do any of that, that's something I do. I used to try to do that. Like I would try like meditating and journaling before bed, but it was always like so boring for me. Like it would always, like it would put me to sleep in a sense that I would get really bored, but then I would still want some sort of like entertainment before bed. Like it wasn't as satisfying as like getting on my phone before bed, which like sounds horrible, but I, I'm kind of the opposite. I do that all in like the morning time. Like I will have, um, like when I set an alarm, I try to not look at my phone the first like hour of my day, but, um, I definitely like piggyback on how important sleep is for me as well. I don't know if Emma, do you read before bed? Dude, so, oh my gosh. So I talked about this. You study before bed. Oh my gosh, yes. So like, I've definitely talked about this in other episodes, but like sleep is one of those, like, I know, I definitely have some really bad like sleep habits because I don't know, if I have something on my to-do list for the day, like I have a really hard time not completing it like and going to bed and just like doing it the next day so like last night I had said like I'm gonna study this chapter um in my for like my anatomy test or whatever and like I had a lot of things to do yesterday and it kind of got to the point where it was like 11 o'clock and I still needed to study and so like I pretty much was doing that until like 1 30 and, like, that is just not, like, you wouldn't recommend that. And I had to wake up early this morning. So, like, yeah, sleep is something that I definitely need to focus on more. So that's why I like your tip, Emily, because I don't know, like, because I never really take time for myself. Like, I normally, like, finish studying and then, like, go to bed. And something that I also really struggle with is, like, turning my brain off kind of um Mm -hmm. well before I go to sleep because like especially right now when we're getting to like exams and I don't know there's just a lot going on and I'm like a little stressed out and I feel like I have a billion things to do I have a hard time like I don't know like I said like shutting my brain off and like being able to go to sleep because I'm constantly like thinking about all the things I have to do so normally obviously I don't know that this is the best tip but honestly it helps me to like turn on like a podcast and like listen to it as I fall asleep because it just like helps me like I don't know stop thinking about everything that I have to do but (laughs) I love that I used to my freshman year I used to always listen to podcasts like sleep podcasts before I went to bed or it was like daily affirmations and the lady like talks to you (laughs) and it like helps you fall asleep which sounds so weird but definitely I totally agree with the whole shutting your brain off like for me, it's just worth it to like put my phone away and read or listen to a podcast like 30 minutes before I go to bed. And if I don't, because if I don't do that, then like I will end up still being awake like after I go to bed for like two hours because my brain is just like wired. Like it's just running constantly. So for me, it's just worth it to just take those 30 minutes to just like decompress before I go to bed. Um, okay, cool. So that, that was one of my tips regarding sleep. Talking about working out um I think that this is a big one especially with just like motivation um I feel like I'll get in spurts where I'm like super motivated to work out and it's like I don't even have to think about it but then I definitely have weeks where it's like all right this is a struggle like I do not want to go to the gym right now um so something that's really helped me is every Sunday I will write in my planner exactly which days and times I'm going to work out so it's almost I kind of know for the week 
exactly when I'm working out and it's it's not a thing where every morning I'm like, do I want to work out today? Like I know, okay, Tuesday, like I'm going to the gym at noon. It's like one, it holds me accountable because I feel like, okay, this is just like another assignment, another task. Like if I was going to class or studying, like I'm going to treat it like that, like something I have to cross off my to-do list. Um, and also it just kind of like gives you that structure for the week. So if some of you guys are just like struggling with that motivation to go to the gym or like don't know how to keep a consistent routine with it, maybe try like scheduling in your workouts um, ahead of time. So you, you know, for the week and you might be more likely to like stick to it. So that's one of my tips for working out. I definitely agree with that. In my apartment complex with COVID restrictions, you have to make a gym reservation and the reservations fill up really fast. So over the weekend, I'll like plan like, okay, I'm going to work out like Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday this week. And I have to like block out an hour of time and reserve that time so that I can actually like make it into the gym. I don't know if the rec is the same way. Yeah. Um, but that has helped me be super accountable with like actually going to the gym because I have a reservation and um, like the people at the front desk like know me and Justice at this point. Like they recognize our names because we have to like hand in our IDs. So <laughs> it almost feels like awkward when I like miss a gym reservation because I like because they see my name. They know I'm supposed to be there. But also the, um, the idea that I like to look at it is um I don't have to work out to or I I don't have to work out I get to work out mm-hmm. um like it's a privilege that my body is able to like be put under the stress I put it under when I weight lift <laughs> um and also I have never regret going to work out a workout has always like made me um like have a better day like be more productive the rest of my day and has always put me in a better mood and um I think the hardest part about working out in college is like getting started and getting that routine set um, and kind of understanding like what workouts you enjoy doing and what like makes your body feel good and what you look forward to doing. Because for the longest time, I thought like working out just meant like cardio um, and that like, oh, girls do cardio. So like that's what I need to do in college. So I would like spend time cycling and on the elliptical and doing workouts like that. And it was kind of torture. Um, not a fan of cardio personally. Um, but then I found like weightlifting and strength training, and that has become so much more fun for me because I kind of can push my limits and see like how hard I can work. Um, and now learning that and listening to my body through that it's become such a privilege to work out and like I get so excited to work out and on day and like on my rest days I'm kind of like what do I do with myself like I feel like I structure my day around my workouts because I know it'll put me in such a good mood and it's an hour of my day where I can really like focus on myself like listen to my pump up music and I know in the long run and after my workout I'll feel so much better yeah no um I like obviously agree with what all of you guys said. Um, it definitely helps me also to like look ahead at my week and kind of see like, okay, I have free time here, here and here. And I also like to kind of think about, so like, so you guys, I know love your weightlifting <laughs> and I, on the other hand, love me some cardio. So <laughs> um, I like to kind of um, like, especially with like running, um, like this past couple months I was like kind of like training I say that in air quotes for like the pig was supposed to happen it's not happening any anymore so that isn't happening but so I kind of had like a plan and like a training like plan like how to like build miles each week and like different kinds of like running workouts that I wanted to do so like I'm like okay I want to make sure I get a long run in this week I want to make sure I get like some mile reps in this week I want to make sure that I do a leg day I do an arm day and so I make sure and then like of course rest days and like easy mile days and everything and so it's helpful for me to like have a list of like some of the different things that I want to try and get in this week and then say okay this would be good this day whatever but one of my tips that goes kind of along with this that I a little bit learned the hard way is making sure that you are just like, especially with exercise, you're listening to your body um, and being able to be flexible with yourself and like give yourself grace. 
Um, because like there are some days, like maybe it's after like a hard workout or whatever that I wake up the next day and I'm like, OMG, my legs today are dead. Like, and so going out to run that day, I normally have a crappy run because I'm just like, my body is like needs to recover from the day before. And that happened to me a couple of times in these past couple of weeks where I had like four or five days of just like like hard running, whatever. And then I would go out to run and I would have one bad run and then I, I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't like take that as a sign that I need a couple days off. Like I would keep running and I would keep having bad runs. And so it was just like really like counterproductive. So I don't know. Uh, one of my tips is definitely like make sure that you are listening to your body, being able to be flexible with your exercise schedule and say like, okay, if this day ended up being way busier than I had originally anticipated, like, that's okay, I can work out tomorrow, or I can work out in a couple of days, like, one missed day is, is all good. Obviously, working out is important, and it's great for your health, but it's not the end all be all. So don't get so like, don't be so hard on yourself to, I don't know, be perfect every day and show up every single day, because I don't know, it's okay to have like, there's some days when maybe my mental health just like, isn't there that day. And maybe some days working out would help that, but maybe some days working out wouldn't help that. And I think it's, it's really good to check in with yourself when you're feeling like that. Oh yeah. I love that Emma, because especially like another thing is if you do force yourself to work out or you're like, Oh, I have to go to the gym today. Like it becomes a chore and it's not going to be something that you like love or look forward to doing, which like physical activity, working out, doing whatever yoga, like running, it definitely should be something like you look forward to. And I know like this weekend I had workouts scheduled and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do yoga today. Like, because I just was like, this would be a terrible workout and I'm dreading it. And I don't want to like do that to myself. Consistency over like perfection, basically. That's like what I think of it as. Um, okay. I have one more tip and then we can, and then I think Emma's next with her tips. So, um, my last tip is super short, but something that maybe like a lot of people don't think of right when I wake up, like the second I get out of bed, I immediately fill up my water bottle and drink 24 ounces of water, which might seem like a lot, but I mean, it, I don't just like chug it. <laughs> like it takes me like a good amount of time, like 30 minutes, whatever. Um, but I think that's, it always helps me. I don't know why, like it almost wakes me up and like gives me energy. And I just always like feel so much better when I have water, like first thing in the morning. Also, it's just, <laughs> Emma's like drinking your water right now. Um, also, it just like sets me up for my day to like drink water throughout the day, if that makes sense. Like, and I always try to hit like certain goals. So I'm like, okay, by noon, I need to like have 50 ounces down or whatever. And there's like apps you can get. Like um, when I first started, like really trying to drink more water, I got this app called Plant Nanny. And basically like, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and basically you just have, this might help some of you guys if you like are struggling to drink water, but you have these plants and you get to pick your plant and you name them. Like you give them little names. And every time you drink so much water, you get to water your plant and your plant grows. And then you like can have more plants. Um, and if you don't like drink water and you don't water your plant, your plant like dies, which is sad. So like water your plants. Um, but no, that's just like a little app that helped me. I don't use it anymore because now it's just kind of like a habit. But drinking water like right when I wake up just always kind of sets my day. I don't know. And so now like when I wake up and I don't have water, I just feel like crappy. I don't know if you guys are the same way, but that's my last little tip. So <laughs> No, I, I totally get that. But I don't know how to drink water first thing in the morning. I feel like water just tastes the worst first thing in the morning. It tastes the best at like three in the morning when you wake up parched. But when my alarm hits at seven in the morning, it's so bland and like I don't want to drink it. But I respect the hell out of anyone that can like force themselves to get that water in when your body needs it most because your body gets so dehydrated overnight. But I just can't do that. But I do remember like I was horrible at drinking water in high school because um, I, I don't know. Did you guys have like swell water bottles in high school, like the really small water bottles? They were so trendy at my high school, but they held like no water whatsoever. And so I just never drank that much water during high school. And then I want to say it was the summer, maybe between like my junior and senior year or before like college, I got like a gallon jug and I like marked on it like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. and did that for a summer. 
ridiculous. Like I was one of those kids that carried around a gallon jug of water, but it really taught me like, okay, this is what it feels like to be properly hydrated because that wasn't something I had known before. So now like what you said, Emily, it's kind of instinctual. I know like, okay, I think like I need to drink like 3.2 of these hydro flasks a day to like reach a gallon of water um, plus whatever I drink during a workout. But now I know like, oh, this is what it feels like to be hydrated. This is what it feels like um, to not constantly have headaches from being dehydrated or feeling like really gross and um, not energized from drinking enough water. So I definitely agree with that tip. And make sure to like, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but I need a water bottle with like a sippy straw. Like, so I can just like hold it while I'm studying and just like casually drink water. Like I can't use water bottles that have like twist tops that I need to like hold upside down and drink. Like I need something as easy as possible. No, same. I totally drink way more water when there's a straw involved for sure. Um, um, but Emily, do you like, do you not put anything in it? Like, is there ever any lemon, any lime or anything? Or do you just do straight, straight water? Just straight water. I don't do ice because like, that's just too much. <laughs> like, I don't know. You guys drink water with ice? Like if I'm chugging that, there absolutely cannot be any ice in there. Like, it needs to be lukewarm. Mine needs to be ice cold, which I know is, like, terrible for your stomach. I know you're supposed to drink, like, warm water for your stomach, but I can't. It has to be ice cold, and if I'm getting bored with it, I do add a squeeze of lemon. If I'm getting fancy and I have, like, enough cucumbers, maybe I'll throw a cucumber in there, but I'm not that fancy. I don't know. Like, it is just something... Okay, so I totally... I forget who's Christina you were saying how you realized like once you started drinking water how like you felt before you drank like a good amount of water like it seriously does change like how you feel like in high school I remember I like didn't even carry around a water bottle like I probably had 20 ounces a day like how was I alive um and so now that I drink like over 100 ounces every day and it just makes me feel so much better like just energized everything and I think that it has at first it was really hard to like drink 24 ounces right away in the morning. But now like it's just become a habit. Like I, I, there's not a morning where I wake up and I don't like chug 24 ounces of water, which is just so weird, but it definitely like took time for me to like force myself to do that. And it's not always good. Like some mornings I'm like, just get this over with. Cause like, I don't want to be chugging 24 ounces of water, but maybe just having like a glass of water in the morning, like before noon would be a good goal <laughs> um for sure so that's okay, i have a question yeah <laughs> maybe this is an unpopular question but are you guys tap water drinkers or filtered water drinkers um, i only ask this because i like the brita we have in our fridge is my brita i haven't used it once this semester like i just use sink water and then pop some ice in it and i think it tastes a hundred times better than filtered water i don't know why filtered water tastes like chemicals to me because i'm sure there's a lot more harsh ingredients in tap water but <laughs> i usually do tap because i just have never really had like a brita um but i have a question <laughs> spring water or purified <laughs> I'm a spring water type of girl. I was say, I don't know the last yeah. time I bought like bottled water, so I don't know. I feel like maybe spring water. It just seems kind of like kind of fresh, <laughs> kind of crisp. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely spring. Okay, I just had to ask that. Oh, that's an important question, I feel like. Um, okay, well, that's all I have for my tips. So I think Emma, you're next, right? Yeah. So Okay, this I this one is I think kind of fun. <laughs> so I don't know, something that I kind of started doing this year is when I would go to the grocery store, I would buy like one new vegetable that I had never liked cooked on my own before, or maybe that I had never tried before. Um, and then I would like either just like make a recipe with it or just like make it itself or like bake it or whatever. And that kind of started being like a really fun way to just like try new things and like cook new things so like I know this year I did like a butternut squash I had never like cooked one of those by myself before um and okay it was 
I will never buy a butternut squash again. Like, it was honestly so much work for nothing. Like, I will buy, like, pre-made or whatever pre-packaged cut-up butternut squash because cutting and peeling a butternut squash, zero out of ten would recommend. Um, (laughs) But then I also, I don't know, like, I had never really cooked with eggplant before. So, like, I, like, got an eggplant and made, like, some veggie lasagna and stuff. And that just started being, like, a fun way to, like, try new vegetables and, yeah, like I said, cook new meals. So, that's one of mine. I really like that idea. I wasn't as adventurous as you. And I remember you saying, like, you did that at the beginning of, like, last semester and I wanted to try it out as well. I... I'm I'm going to be honest, I'm really bad at eating vegetables. Um like whenever I go grocery shopping, I'll buy like um a box of like a spring like arugula and spinach mix and I'll add it to like my breakfast, I'll put it in my eggs or if I'm like having a smoothie, I'll put it in my smoothie or um I feel like at lunchtime, it's really hard for me to get vegetables in, so I'll always make, like, a side salad because I don't really, like, know what else to do. I also hate cooking lunch. I just want leftovers or something really easy. Um, But, no, I really respect that idea of, like, trying a new vegetable and, like, trying seasonal vegetables um, and kind of experimenting with recipes. I want to know, like, what was your opinion on eggplant? Like, I think it's – I don't like eggplant personally. But I've never had it in, like, a lasagna, which is such a cool idea. Yeah, so it wasn't my fave. I'm not going to lie. The eggplant itself, but, like, with, like, cheese and pasta and, like, other vegetables, it obviously tasted good. So, like, I definitely recommend the veggie lasagna. That's such a yummy idea. I think that vegetables and, like, pasta literally, like, always a go-to if you're struggling to get your vegetables in. The other day, like, oh, like, Christina, we made the pizza. Like, and just put, like, zucchini, like, random vegetables on it. Like, um, I always put, like, zucchini in my pasta, things like that. And also just, like, experimenting with different recipes. I try to do that once a week where I, like, just take what whatever's in my fridge and try to figure out, like, a new recipe. Um, or I know, like, throwing vegetables in, like, bowls. I'll make certain, like, chicken bowls. And it's so easy to just, like, throw, you know, Brussels sprouts, carrots, whatever, and, like, make certain dishes out of that try different sauces so I think um but I really like your idea of just like just trying new vegetables in general and kind of seeing like what you can do with them um but there's a lot of like easy recipes and ways to like incorporate vegetables in certain like dishes and it's like you're not even really eating vegetables so kind of like pushing yourself outside your comfort zone with trying new things I like that kind of piggybacking on what you just said Emily about like putting vegetables in pasta like I feel like zucchini noodles are really underrated I think they're so good when like seasoned correctly and also um in like our food science class recently we had like a recipe modification project and Justice did a pasta recipe and she used whole wheat noodles but I know that there are so many like vegetable based noodles out there like bonzo chickpea noodles um my mom is gluten intolerant so she uses like black bean noodles um they take some getting used to I will be honest but what you said Emma like (laughs) with enough sauce and enough like other vegetables or cheese um it's totally doable and I know a lot of those um for like a serving size of those noodles it's a decent amount of um the vegetable intake you need in a day and like throwing in like spinach or other vegetables um as well and I know that my mom made she made a bolognese like um a couple nights ago and I like I went home and like what what was I home for I think I was just like dropping off stuff from my apartment but like I, I stole some of it for lunch and she like put mushrooms in the sauce um and you couldn't really tell that there were mushrooms in it because they kind of like absorb the tomato sauce and absorb like the meat sauce as well um but yeah I really love what you said about kind of like not hiding your vegetables in your food um but like incorporating a little bit here and there um instead of being like oh I didn't eat a vegetable at all today like my dinner has to be like a giant salad with only greens and like only vegetables like that's so boring like make your food fun um and also like Emily what you said or like what you included in your tips, like making your plates colorful and experimenting with things. Uh, I think that color makes um, 
a meal 10 times more exciting and with like trying new vegetables what with what Emma said I think that's a that that's like a great way to like branch out and I know that I in like college a lot of kids are like picky eaters and if they like go to the dining hall they just want to know like they want to eat what they're comfortable with but if you are listening and you are a freshman in college or um are still like using a meal plan I feel like we would challenge you to at least like once a day like try a vegetable that you haven't tried before or prepare a vegetable in a way you haven't before um like the eggplant putting it in a pasta instead of just trying roasted eggplant um to see if you like it in a different form or with different seasonings but I think those are all like great ideas and also like how you're talking about with like the zucchini noodles and stuff like I like zucchini noodles but like I would much rather have like zucchini noodles mixed with like a whole wheat pasta like do a combo like you don't have to stick to like one or like the other like I don't know also, zucchini noodles are so fun. They're so cute and spirally, and, like, I have a spiralizer, and it's just so fun to spiralize vegetables, okay? Um, so my last tip, because I already kind of talked about one of mine, but this is um, not – it's not that <laughs> – it's not that scientific, okay? But um, my, my tip is have a dance party every morning. Okay, it's good for your soul. Um, so when you wake up in the morning, grab your toothbrush, go into your bathroom, turn on the Taylor Swift Fearless Rerecords, <laughs> and freaking have yourself a good old time. And trust me, you won't regret it. <laughs> it just sets you up to have a good day. I wholeheartedly support this um, tip. I, I was like, looking over our list of topics this morning with justice during biochem and i was like oh my god emma put dance party i'm gonna have to talk about it because justice and i have at least like we don't have them every night but it's pretty much a daily routine where you have like a dance party like when we're cooking dinner together or like right before bed um but yeah it really just you know i i always feel like so stupid doing it because we have like windows all around our apartment and you can see into our apartment for like miles <laughs> and that we just always joke like we know that the people living like around us make fun of us when we do it but it's just such a it's such an endorphin run and such a like a release of like any sort of stress just kind of um letting yourself dance which yeah like what you said it's not scientific it sounds kind of silly saying it out loud but once you start doing it um yeah really good for the soul I think also just listening to music when you wake up, like I'll just put on my headphones and like play a few songs, give me a pump for the day, especially if I'm like not feeling motivated to get anything done. Or if I wake up and I'm like, I'm in a bad mood, you know what I mean? Like got to do something about that. Um, Just literally listening to music in general, I think is good. It's so funny though, because like it's gotten to the point where like, like, this happens, like, a lot of times on, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays because I have an 8 a.m. If I, like, wake up too late and I can't, I can't listen to music and I can't just, like, freaking dance it out, like, I get, like, upset. So, it like, this morning it's, like, an incentive to get out of bed to get the dance in, which sounds so dumb. But... Like, I'm not kidding. It just, it'll boost your mood. So, Christina, get ready next year. I'll be knocking I'll be knocking on your door and I'll be like, yo, Christina, you got to get up. <laughs> it's time to dance. <laughs> I'm terrified. Uh, that's going to be odd. Or like, that's going to be hard because we have like early classes every day of the week next year. But, you know, we'll get it done. Get some coffee and let's get our, our, we'll chug some water um, and we'll get to dancing. So, yeah, I think that was my last tip. Alrighty, so I feel like all of my tips have to do mostly with um, my, like, mental health, because we did talk about, like, physical health um, as far as, like, physical activity um, and eating, eating your vegetables, chugging your water, um, but I think the, the most important thing that I've added to my daily routine has been my morning routine. I used to um like in high school and last year I would just like wake up 
um close to the time of my like classes like if I had a 9 a.m I'd like wake up at like 8 30 and I would just like sit on my phone until class or um I would really yeah just like waste time on my phone in the morning but I've started setting like an hour chunk of time before I like need to get to my daily to do's where I can like I wake up I'm still practicing this I'm not great at it but I like wake up and my alarm will go off and I'll try to just like, I'll check my text messages and anything like vital that I need to check in the morning. And then I'll turn off my phone and I'll immediately start journaling. Um, I started journaling, I wanna say either late December or early January. And it has like been so transformative for me. Um, I just write down like anything I'm anxious about or anything. Like if I'm not anxious, if I'm having like a really good week, I'll just write it like um, what's been going right for me, like what I'm looking forward to. And then I always end my journal entries with five things I'm grateful for. And those five things like writing five things you're grateful for every day can kind of sound difficult because mine get really repetitive because I'm doing the same things every day and I'm with the same people every day. So I'm like grateful for the same day, same things every day. But I feel like starting your day with gratitude really shows you like how blessed your life is. Like even in the most stressful moments, I can look to like, like my roommates or um, my coworkers at work and like something they said to me or something they did for me and realize like, wow, like this is the hardest week of my life, but I still have five things every day that I'm really grateful for. And then after my gratitude, I'll always write like affirmations or um, like manifestations for the month. And every <clears throat> every month, like I come up with four statements that I will end every journal entry with. I can like, here, let me get my journal. I'll read you guys my my April affirmations that I write every morning okay so the first one is I feel so silly doing this but it's honestly been such a great habit for me to implement so they are I am so grateful for the, all the blessings in my life and I'm always open to more today I focus on the things that are working out and all the good that is in my life um, I love myself fully and I'm worthy of anything and everything I desire Today, I choose to feel good, and today, I allow myself to feel good. And the last one is, I radiate love, and others reflect love back to me. And I just think it's so fun to kind of, like, speak those ideas into existence, even if, like, on your worst day, you don't believe them, like, saying them repeatedly and, like, allowing your brain to, like, hear them repeatedly. Like, I was talking about this um, with my therapist yesterday about how, saying things like this out loud and kind of like rewiring your brain <clears throat> to not think like negatively initially because like our body and our mind like instinctually will go to the negative first like that has been super helpful for me but I don't need to go on like a mental health <laughs> tangent but after my journaling in the morning I always do like a meditation I used to do 10 minutes now I just do five minutes because I just can't sit for 10 minutes straight and like because my mind will just wander like crazy. But I do five minutes of a guided meditation. And then after that, if, um, like I always wake up with a lot of tension in my shoulders and my neck, like from my anxiety or from like sleeping really weird. So I'll always do like a stretch for that. Um, or like wash off. You guys know that I started doing that recently on like my neck and my like anxiety traps. <laughs> to like help out with the tension I carry. Um, but yeah, then after all of that, that, that's when I start drinking water. And I know now I need to chug my water before everything else. But I'll do that. And then I'll do my skincare. I'm a big skincare junkie. Um, and I love like spending 15 minutes, not even 15 minutes, like five minutes of just like applying serums and lotions to my face. Um, and then I always like pick out a fun outfit and then I make a healthy breakfast and then I'll get to like my to-do list for the day or the week. Um, so that's just my first tip. <laughs> it's just like having a really firm morning routine. And I was just wondering, do you guys like have, um, I know Emily, you talked about like having your water every morning. Is there something, and like Emma, your dance parties, is there something else that you guys have to do every morning to like set a good intention for the rest of the day? <laughs> I always wake up and listen to like a motivational podcast 
So like right when I wake up, you're right, I chug my water while I'm chugging my water. I'll listen to my podcast. I usually make my bed um, and I do the same thing. I try to like journal whether like it, it's it been, you know, a rough few days. I'll try to journal about that. Um, and or if it's been like a good few days, I'll journal about that. I'll write down what I'm grateful for. And then also um, if like some days I'll switch off between like a, a podcast, but I also really enjoy like reading like motivational self-help books. So I'll try to read like a chapter every morning. Um, and then I usually like try to read the chapter before I go to bed, like I said. But Christina, you were talking about like, the affirmations. Something I've started trying, um, I got this from a podcast actually, is I like I do the affirmations thing too, but I actually go to like my recording app in my phone and I speak them out loud and I record myself. And then every night, most nights, if I can remember, I'll listen to myself in the recording, like saying them three times. I think it is every night. Like that's what they say. Like, listen, like say it out loud three times or listen to yourself saying it three times. So maybe that's something like you guys can try if you're big into like affirmations, like actually listening to yourself say it, because I think that just like further will give you that feeling of like, yeah, like these things are true. You know what I mean? So that's just like an idea for those who do that. No, yeah. Um, I was wondering, do you have um like favorite? I could talk about this all day, but do you have like any favorite like podcasts or like books that you're reading right now? So I'm kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I read a lot of like entrepreneurship type books that are like pretty motivational about like people's success stories. I'm really into that. Um, but hold on one second. Okay, the one book I'm reading right now is called 52 Small Changes for the Mind. Um, and this is, I know I think I've like posted about this on my Instagram before, but it's like every week you read like the next chapter and it's like a small change you can make. And you implement like eat one change per week. So it like is over the seven days that you can try to like get it into a routine and then you keep adding like changes each week. So the one was literally waking up and listening to music. Like that was a change I tried for a week. Um, journaling was like one of the tips. There's obviously a bunch in the book. Um, and then some of like the podcasts I listen to, I listen to a lot of like the number one podcast I listen to is called empower her. And it's just for like females. Um, and especially like female entrepreneur, entrepreneurs who kind of like want to do their own thing. I'm just like kind of really big into that. So I like to listen to those type of podcasts. Okay, perfect. I'm always listening. I'm always looking for a new podcast. So I'll have to I'll have to check it out for sure. Um, but kind of back to Christina's tips is that, um, you know, I've like kind of like experimented with journaling before. Um, but to be honest, I don't do it unless um, if I'm journaling, I had a really bad week. <laughs> Let me tell you <laughs> if, like, if that's what it's come to. But um, but that's just like me personally. And I think like that's so awesome that I don't know, you've been able to like implement that into your like your daily life, because I really do think it can be like so helpful. Um, but one thing I really like is like the gratitude thing because that's so easy. That takes two minutes, write down five things you're grateful for. And like, I don't know, I think that that could just be like really like, I don't know, transformative and it's so simple. So I might have to start doing that more often than I currently do. I totally get what you're saying about the journaling thing, Emma. Journaling definitely isn't for everyone. Um, and maybe it can be for you, just not in this stage of your life. I remember I tried to journal in high school, um, and I, like, look back at all my journal entries from high school, and I was just, like, I was so mean. Like, I would say, like, the worst things, like, I was just in the worst headspace at, like, certain times in high school, and I was just, like, such a bully to myself, like, in those journals, and I was just... I would never write anything positive. It was always just like, oh, I hate my life. I hate this. I hate that. And it would always make me more angry after doing it. And so, like, I totally get journaling. It's not for everyone. It's not for every stage in your life. Um, and sometimes my journal entries, like, on, like, really good days will be, like, a sentence or two long. And they won't um, be, like, that impactful. But um, I know that 
on days, like, if I have, like, a really good day and, like, oh, I don't need to journal today, like, I'm having, like, a really good time, then if I get into a routine of, like, not journaling, then I just, like, notice my mental health, like, slowly starting to decline. So I try to keep it pretty routine, but, you know, you got to give yourself some grace with that kind of stuff. But, okay, since (laughs) I was talking about that first tip for a long time, um, my second tip is daily outside time. I find this, like, super important to me. Um, And it was, like, super hard to do in the winter because no one wants to, like, go on a walk when it's, like, freezing in Cincinnati and it's windy. But since it's, like, getting warmer outside, I'm, like, trying to spend more time outside, whether that just be, like, reading um outside or like going um on a walk or a hike or hammocking um I know that there's like I walk to work and there's I have like my car on campus right now and there's some days where I'm like I really don't want to walk to work like I really just want to drive to work like and I can pay for like parking like I'll get over it um but then I like I'll always regret regret not taking that time to just like get some fresh air um and kind of prioritize my outside time and also like this kind of piggybacks on one of my other tips is none of the windows in our apartment open just because we're like on a pretty high floor so if you're in a living space like that where um you feel like your air quality is always like really stuffy or like just feels kind of claustrophobic justifies like dropping every paycheck on plants literally a portion of I think every one of my paychecks goes to a plant or some sort of like pot for a plant or an accessory like a fertilizer or plant soil or uh, a mister but I have so many plants in my apartment um, and they really improve air quality not gonna lie there they really improve air quality and it's like a great excuse to like buy a plant like oh my air quality's bad let's buy some plants so Um, they might not be for everyone. I know that taking care of plants is kind of hard for some people, but if you can, (laughs) I was just subtweeting you. Um, but if you can take care of a plant, do have the time to add that into your life. Highly recommend it. They do, um, they may improve your mental health. I know they have improved mine and, um, I know that every living space I'll be in for the rest of my life will be a jungle, but that's just something like you guys find yourself needing outside time as well or plants. I love that. And like, honestly, that's a tip that I could probably take. Like, I don't have any plants. I've, I I would not even know where to start with like taking care of one. Um, and I just kind of just didn't know about the whole like air quality thing. So I think that's a great tip. And yeah, I kind of like learned something new today. So maybe I'll buy a plant after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I only have a couple of plants because I'm not good at taking care of them. Like, I was literally texting Christina and our friend Chloe the other day because one of my plants isn't looking too good. A couple of the leaves are looking a little shriveled. It looks so fine. I, I know, but I just feel so bad. Like, I feel so bad for my plant. I'm like, bruh, I can't. I don't know how to help you. So, but I will say, like, okay, so, like, the other day, one of my plants, like, I hadn't watered it in a hot sack, okay, and that's my beat, but then, you know, you give it some water, and, like, and it was looking really, like, kind of sad, like, it was really droopy, it was really, like, like, dull looking, like, the color had faded, literally, I gave it some water, by the next day, that thing was bright green, like, gorgeous, and so that was a real serotonin boost, seeing my plant just thriving, (laughs) so, Emily, I would definitely recommend a spider plant because they're so easy to take care of and they're so, like, resilient. Like, that's the plant I was talking about. Like, you can kind of neglect it a little bit and, like, it'll be okay. My spider plant has so many spider babies, so if you need a spider plant... I was just going to say that. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I will donate some of my, like, spider babies to you. No need to buy one. (laughs) Okay, perfect. I will take one spider baby. (laughs) Emma, I was just going to... Um, like, I don't want to say piggyback again, because I feel like I've said that like 20 times episode, but you know, kind of like go off of what you're saying about how you were kind of neglecting your plant and then you watered it and the next day it was like so green and lush. I feel like that's just a metaphor for life when you're not (laughs) prioritizing your own like mental health, physical health, emotional health, um, 
you might be a little droopy, but as soon as you start like pouring that love back into yourself, like you'll become this bright green plant. <laughs> you'll improve the air quality for others, you know? <laughs> Dude, I was totally going to spin the plant thing into, like, a metaphor for mental health, too. I love that we're on that same wavelength. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, like that's another thing. Like, you could look at it as, like, take care of yourself the way that you take care of your plant. I mean, maybe that isn't the best because maybe you don't take care of your plants. But um, I was, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm really trying to say. I think you guys get me, though. Yeah, no, you can't fill up other people's cups until your cup is full. You can't water your own plants until you water yourself. Just mental health tips here on today's podcast. (laughs) I mean, I feel like mental health gets really neglected in college, unfortunately, because people put so much emphasis on their, um, like, educational aspirations that they don't really, like, focus on themselves. So... If you don't learn anything in this podcast today, just take away that your mental health is more important than your GPA. It is yeah. more important than any anything that your school tells you. Um, because at the end of the day, you're only in college, you're only in high school for a period of your life. And if you don't have that foundation of like a strong mental health for the rest of your life, you will be a brown droopy plant. <laughs> also, like, one thing I've learned is just prior, like doing things for me, like, okay, making time to go to the gym is like so much more worth it because I will have more energy and I'll be able to like get more done and like doing my homework won't be as terrible. Like, I just feel like once you, if you just make some time for yourself, everything else becomes so much easier. Like you're saying, you can't like be the best version of yourself if you're not taking care of yourself. Um, And I think that that's like, maybe our main tip I guess for this podcast and like a great way to end this episode is just like by saying just take care of yourself um and like make yourself a priority and do things that are gonna like make you happy and fill you up because then you could really you know that can spill over into other aspects of your life so yeah (laughs) I think that's a great ending (laughs) Yes, I say I would say that's the perfect way to end this episode. So, I don't know. Thank you to everybody who is listening to the podcast, who has followed along this year. It's seriously been so much fun. It's been an amazing experience. And Emily, I'm seriously so excited to see all that you're going to do next year. I cannot wait to listen. I know you're going to do so amazing and so many like good things for this podcast. I seriously can't wait. But yeah, thanks everybody and see you later.